Hey, y'all, we're back. Uh, I got some news. Okay. I finally got off my happy ass, and I, I set up a uh, Facebook page. And um, it's Gunsmoke, but uh, they asked for a first and last name, and so I put Gunsmoke. So the thing popped up. It says Gunsmoke, Gunsmoke. So that's our Facebook page. So if you want, you can send friend requests. You can do whatever you want, upload pictures, uh, send ideas, send thoughts to us, give us some ideas, and uh, we'll see what we can do with you. So uh, PM us on uh, Facebook, and that'd be it. That's Facebook, uh, Gunsmoke, Gunsmoke at, uh, on Facebook. So uh, send them in. I'll be standing by waiting. Not really, but I'm, I'll be checking. Anyway, uh, before a while back, uh, we'd done a, uh, a cast on uh, Mosin and Gantz. Well, a, friend, uh, a guy, Dan Zimmerman, sent a, a nice thing from Gun Review. and uh, I do a lot of reading. and It was about Mosin and Gantz M91-30PU sniper rifle. And I found it pretty interesting. And um, I thought I'd pass it on to you. And uh, this will be posted on the new Facebook page at Gunsmoke, Gunsmoke. So. But anyway, some rifles are iconic. Now, the M9130 PU Sniper is one of those rifles. Now, when you see a photo of a Syrian rebel holding one, you instantly know what he has in his hands. Now, men and famously women have fought and died with these rifles in hand since World War II. Uh, some of these women on the uh, Russian side, their snipers are some of the most vicious, and the, the Germans were sincerely afraid of these women, and they didn't miss. So anyway, they often are found in the hands of our enemies. Uh, a second, a friend, he took a hit in a body armor with one in Iraq, and he still refuses to hold uh, the author's gun. <laughs> these rifles have a power to them, and... Uh, in 1942, the rifle and scope setup was a state-of-the-art for the time. Overall, Russian snipers likely had a better setup than his American counterpart. The Russian sniper program had lapsed, I mean the American sniper program had lapsed after the end of World War I. The Russians continued to invest heavily in their program. So, in the 1920s and 1930s, the uh, Germans and Russians collaborated in arms development. The Leningrad Octids plant uh, progress was founded using Aziz quality and assistance. Now, combat feedback improved the design. The scope uh, used the, in the Spanish Civil War, the PE let in humidity and clouded the, uh, the sight picture. The Russians simplified the design and eliminated the fogging problem. American snipers of World War II, by comparison, had to live with the problem of fogging in their scopes. The Russians simplified the design further due to the outbreak of the war, and uh, the 1942 PU was the ultimate result. The PU was a subst uh, substitute standard, a setup that met the needs of the war by being faster and quicker to produce. They produced hundreds of thousands. Now, to place that in perspective, it's a small number compared to the standard 9130 with production in the millions, but on a different scale compared to any other nation's sniper rifle production. Uh, they produced so many that the PU remained the standard sniper rifle into the 1960s. It was like the standard rifle the Russians refurbed uh, 
the P9130 uh, PU rifles and placed them in storage for a, another war that never seemed to have come around. Now, as a combat rifle, the 9130 had its advantages. The scope is a, a force multiplier, and it is marked improvement over the just iron sights. Now, the optic is tough and doesn't let water in, and the optic is mounted high, which poses problems. But, as a combat rifle, it allows to very quickly transition between optic and iron sights. If the uh, target enters your field of view within 300 yards or so, you can quickly place a shot. The barrel is long, and he suspected that the muzzle flash would be uh, minimal. Anyway, and it's uh, heavy compared to modern rifles, but it balances well. It certainly has disadvantages, too. The, the uh, scope mount blocks... Uh, blocks the stripper clips, so you have to load each round individually. It's a slow system, and the stress of combat could make that challenging. The bolt has the same problem. It's bent low and down to clear the scope when you cycle it. It gives you more mechanical advantage, but the bolt is so close to the stock that you have to use your fingers to work the action. Under stress, that might be kind of hard. Also, the bolt exaggerates your body movement. That movement could give away your position in a, in, in a combat field. Finally, uh, since the scope is so high, you're sticking your head up quite a bit. So you make yourself an easier target when you're in the prone position. Still, 1942, this was a great improvement over the standard 9130. Now, the rifle still is still a refurbished 9130 at heart. Now, if, if you've had a chance to handle more than a few 9130s, you'll know what I mean by when I say each one is really an individual. There is definitely a range between rifles, and that's just as true with the refurb PU snipers. That said, these rifles were held to a higher re, uh, quality standard than the standard 9130. What that standard would have been, I don't know, but the existence of so-called ex-snipers uh, the PU 9130s that no longer met the sniper standard but still met the standard rifle specs shows that the Russians were pickier with these rifles. They had so many to choose from after the war and they just kept the best ones. So will the rest. Now the best is still within the range of regular 9130s. Now he's seen regular 9130s in better shape that shot better than a PU now, every rifle is an individual. They're not the same. Online, uh, he says he's talked, uh, seen talk that the PU snipers might have been an improved trigger. But uh, his small sample uh, size of a half dozen or so that he's handled uh, will tell him that, uh, will tell everybody that that's not true. The trigger pull on his is crisp but very heavy. It's so heavy that it really makes accurate target shooting a huge challenge. I've shot some of these, and believe me, I've told everybody that it's like pulling, that trigger is like pulling a barn door shot with your finger. Now, if you can picture the range of uh, 9130's triggers from a long, creepy, bad ones to actual relatively okay ones, take the bottom third of your range, and that's what you can expect from a 9130 sniper. Now, beyond the trigger, there are few reasons why this rifle would be a poor choice for someone wanting an MOA-capable target rifle. The stock on the uh, PU is the same as on the standard rifle, and the scope is mounted very high. Now, to use the scope, 
you have to use a chin weld. Now, that makes it very difficult to replicate your hold each time. Getting a pro uh, proper sight picture places the buttstock in an awkward place in, in the shoulder, which uh, can make it really uncomfortable to shoot, more so than the standard rifle. Now, he noticed uh, it at the bench while sitting down, and especially if he was laying down in a prone position. If he was in the combat with this, uh, I would just want to get as low to the ground as possible, and I'd live with it. That's it. Now, just for fun, uh, he doesn't shoot from a prone position. It's just no fun. <laughs> and if I'm shooting for more serious accuracy, I shoot from the sitting position. That thing will knock the crap out of you. A friend of mine owns one, and he went and put a rubber uh, butt, uh, butt on the stock, you know, to reabsorb some of this, and it really made it a lot better. So if you got one, think about putting one of them slip-on rubber butt covers on the back. I'm not an excellent shot by any means. I'll manage about three or four MOA at 100 yards. That's what he says. I'm sure a, a better rifleman than me could tighten those groups with, with his own rifle. Now, really, though, if you're fighting against the, the rifle to get better accuracy than I do. So, shooting at a range is an amplified challenge. The scope was state-of-the-art in 1942, but today its age shows. Scope is narrow and dim compared to the modern scopes. It uses a European-style reticle. The thick reticle can obscure the target given the small field of view. Oddly, the reticle is not fixed. You can move the reticle to adjust the range. At short ranges, your reticle will sit about a third of the way up your field of view. Adjustments are not made in clicks. They are made, they, there are no stops. The adjustments are silent. Subtle adjustments are an art, not a science. Now, now he shot the rifle about 400 yards, and the target is pretty tiny at that range. That's about what it, I can do think I can do. Now, I think for most shooters, five to six hundred yards would be it with this rifle and setup. I think it's still great. That's a, a great result, but if you demand that your rifle be the best at what they do, go get a modern rifle and scope. Now, the advantage of the modern scope really shows. Now, if those Syrians using this rifle for a serious purpose had a Cabela's down the road, they would probably buy a Savage. That's the truth about it. Now, that's not why you should buy this rifle, though. When he goes out to the range, this old rifle is the one everyone wants to check out. The Savage doesn't get a glance. I've seen that. Now, uh, this is a cool rifle with history. This is a kind of rifle you can hold and really know you have, been, you have something important in your hands. I can tell a Southpaw used, uh, used my rifle, he says, because of the wear marks. Uh, right where your chin would weld would be on the other side again not for a righty it'd be on the left a lefty would be on the right a savage is never going to be that way this is a rifle you own to shoot and get a real feel of history with it it's an experience that you can't beat now he purchased his rifle for 550 bucks a few years ago now that's a lot of money for uh, especially considered he could get a regular 9130 for about 100 bucks at the same time Today, both rifles have gone up in price. 9130s are selling for around anywhere between 150 and 300 bucks. And the PU's 9130s are up to around 800. That's up where he lives. Still to compare that uh, 
to the sniper rifles uh, from any other country in World War II. Now, a reproduction 1903A4 can set you back a grand. A real one will set you uh, back a lot more. For under a grand, you can get the real thing. A rifle used as a sniper rifle and then refurbed after the war. The value of these will only go up. That'll be with, a lot, with some time. But as a utilitarian rifle, you can do better as a, a historic rifle. You can't beat these. And that's pretty much true about the, the Mosin. And uh, interesting rifle it is, the uh, M9130 PU sniper rifle. Anyway, remember to contact us on Facebook. That would be Gunsmoke, Gunsmoke. Look for it. PM us. Put, a, put something on. Send friend requests. They'll get approved and uh, all that. But if you still want to, you know, bitches, gripes, or complaints, you can still email us at gunsmoke, that's G-U-N-S-M, smoke, at yahoo.com, and uh, we'll get back with you. So until next time, y'all take care.